0: Welcome to the Power to Podcast audio course, where you're going to learn how to make, market, and monetize your very first podcast to attract your ideal client, share your story, and help hundreds with your message without being a techie or producing any bad content. If you want more with every single episode, go to PowerToPodcast.com. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Today, we're going to talk all about content calendars. If you're anything like me, at some point you've found yourself scrambling to come up with ideas for a podcast the day before your weekly or whatever your release schedule looks like, published date is about to come up. And if you're even more like me, this isn't some rare occurrence, but rather a natural part of, of life as a busy podcaster trying to balance other things and responsibilities, such as the businesses we're trying to run, maybe a pesky day job, friends and family. We have all these things in our life that pull on our time. And I think it's safe to say that most of us wouldn't be exactly thrilled when this current state of affairs or problems come up, and we can't see exactly what the solution to this problem may be. Now, if you find yourself nodding along as you're hearing this, you could probably use a content calendar to streamline your podcast production process. The reality is, is you are creating a show now, and you should think of yourself as a media company. Media companies don't just create content all willy-nilly whenever they want to. They schedule out times on a calendar for production and what the content they're going to be producing that day. So essentially, a podcast uh, content calendar is a list of podcast topics. And each topic should include dates for all of your deliverables as well as the name of the person responsible for those deliverables. This keeps you consistent by making them aware of what's due, what's upcoming, and who's responsible for it. Now, some of the benefits of having a content calendar for yourself is that it reduces the stress of looming published dates that are coming up and you have nothing to release. It improves the consistency of your podcast releases, which is huge to you building the trust and momentum with your audience. It gives yourself a reason to think in advance about the content of your episodes and let some ideas start brewing for yourself. Allow yourself some time to curate some ideas like we've been talking about this week. It gives you an established system to break down and analyze your ideas to piece them together into better, more cohesive episodes. So maybe you have several ideas that come up and some of those are overlapping and you can put those into a really nice, cohesive episode for yourself. And One of the best benefits of this is you come across as a super awesome podcaster who actually has their stuff together and be the envy of podcasts everywhere. So how do we actually go about creating a content calendar for ourselves? Well, the very first step is to actually not beat yourself up being inconsistent. And this sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but bear with me for a second. One of the best ways to stay consistent with your podcast is to not punish yourself when you are inconsistent. While it's the best to produce podcast episodes on a regular schedule, there are plenty of good reasons why you might want to be late with an episode or even miss one entirely. Sometimes guests cancel at the last minute you've lost power for a couple days, maybe you have to travel suddenly, you know, there's something going on in your household or family. And this is one of the reasons that we talked about in the very um, beginning during our podcast launch of having a content bank for yourself, so that when these things come up, you have episodes that you can release during that time. But sometimes you just don't have that set up for yourself. And when these things happen, there's no reason to come down hard on yourself. They don't make you a bad host or a poor entrepreneur. Your listeners are going to understand. And in fact, if you explain why you were late on the very next episode, your flaws and challenges can actually humanize you to your listeners and build a stronger connection to you and them. And it's actually better to publish it late or miss an episode entirely than just go outright and quit your podcast. If you allow yourself to become frustrated or stressed because you can't keep up a perfect podcast calendar schedule, then there's a good chance you'll begin to resent podcasting and then you'll not want to do it at all. So the very first step of creating a content calendar is just not to be hard on yourself. The second step is to build an actual podcast calendar. So this is not notes on a scrap of piece of paper. You need to actually have a calendar organized for yourself. A calendar system gives you a big picture view of your production process and keeps you consistent by making you aware what's due, what's upcoming, and who's responsible for what. Without having a plan, there's a good chance you, or if you're running a team, somebody will miss a deadline and disrupt the podcast schedule. So essentially, this calendar keeps everything in line from you, from the topic and everything that needs to be delivered for each podcast. Now just keep in mind, because you have a podcast uh, content calendar, doesn't mean that you are bound to it. If something interesting or timely comes up, slot it in earlier. If a pre-planned topic no longer makes sense or doesn't add a lot of value, then go ahead and take it out. But at least you already have that time slot scheduled and thought of beforehand. So step three for building an actual podcast calendar for yourself is to segment projects into smaller tasks. So maybe you have a few batches of episodes that are really, really big and they seem very daunting. Actually splitting these projects into smaller tasks make them very manageable for yourself. You can also find times when, in your busy schedules, that only have, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, and maybe that's the perfect time to get a podcast episode out. Or maybe it's nearly quitting time and the only thing you have left to do in your to-do list is a big project. So what do you do? Like most people, you might call it quit and do an early day. No sense in starting a big project late in the day, right? You're not gonna make much progress anyway. We do this because big tasks are daunting. We are. We get tired just looking at them, especially when we confront them after we've been working for a while. And It's tempting to worry about them tomorrow, even though they could throw off your podcast schedule. So it's all a lot easier to stay consistent when you break, uh, break big projects on your podcast calendar into small, manageable tasks. You know, segment each episode into small chunks, list everything you have to do, no matter how small. And so you might have a list that looks something like, doing a preliminary topic research, identify potential interview guests, reach out to those guests, create questions, record the episode, edit the episode, add in the pre-roll and mid-roll ads, upload the podcast, and then create and schedule a web page, create and schedule an email newsletter, create and schedule social media posts, and follow up with the guests. Now you can see that's a very large list, and when you look at the list altogether, it becomes very daunting. But if we had just 10 or 15 minutes maybe we could just cross one of those things off the list. So at the very top, we had preliminary topic research. So maybe in those 10 to 15 minutes inside that busy schedule you have for yourself, maybe you could just do a little bit of topic research for yourself. And because we have all these broken out, you can do plenty of them in a few spare minutes here and there. This way you are always um, moving forward consistently with your podcast. The fourth thing to do for um, creating a content calendar for yourself is to work at a pace, even if you get ahead. Once you settle into a work pace that is reliable and allows you to put podcasts out consistently every single week, it's important to stick to that pace, even if you get ahead of it on your schedule. You know, if you manage to finish an episode in less time than you planned, don't spend your next, you know, few free hours watching a Netflix show or, you know, scrolling through YouTube. Instead, continue working on that podcast at your comfortable pace. So what should you be working on next? We'll start completing the tasks for the next episode on your podcast calendar, even if you don't intend to publish it for a few weeks. You don't have to actually record the auto, but little things like emailing potential guests, researching data, or outlining your script can really get you ahead. So look to your calendar as a guide. If you segmented your tasks well, it should be easy to identify things that you could do to keep working. Plus, if you have a good idea of what's coming up in the future episodes due to working ahead, you can better promote them in earlier episodes. Now, a couple tips for doing this for yourself is fix your inconsistency right away. The worst part about inconsistency with your podcast calendar is that it's easy to tolerate, at least at first. You know, when no one complains after you publish a few days late or fail to produce a hyped up episode, it's easy to assume your listeners don't care. But they do care and they judge you for it. Over time, inconsistency will burden your growth and prevent your fans from truly connecting with your podcast. So if you find yourself being inconsistent, take whatever steps you can to get back on track. Don't let inconsistency become just business as usual. A good rule of thumb is to add at least one uh, new topic at the end of your podcast calendar for every episode you publish. So when you put a episode up to publish on your podcast media host, go ahead and schedule a new topic onto your calendar. So that way you have a very consistent stream of content that is never going to run out. As a recap, today we discussed content calendars and why it's important for you to have one. We also went through the steps to actually create a content calendar for yourself. And that brings us to our activity for today. Start creating a content calendar for yourself so that you can stay consistent with your podcasting. Thank you for listening to the Power to Podcast audio course. To get everything you need to make, market, and monetize your podcast, including tutorials, resources, templates, coaching, and even a private community of podcasters just like you, then visit powertopodcast.com and join today. This course was produced by Plato University where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at Plato.University.